Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic is about your purpose and how it relates to community contribution. For me personally, I used to think that community contribution was as simple as like volunteering, donating to charity, giving blood, you know, things like that, going on a cancer walk, diabetes walk. And and those things are very charitable and they are things that um, contribute to community. They didn't, however... Um, lead me to my purpose, like me personally, like what is my purpose and how am I going to contribute to community based off of knowing what that is. Before I could ever even locate or figure out my purpose, I had to come out of what my idea of what my preconceived notions were about community was. Um, And like what it means to actually be to be a contributor, right? You're told all these different things that um, to be somebody that is in community that you have to advocate or you have to protest or you have to, you know, there's a certain way that you have to do it. And truthfully, you have to figure out what works for you. Everything is not necessarily the way that it should be. Sometimes the best things are just doing what comes to you naturally. And so for me, sitting down with a person and just listening to like what they were saying and helping them come up with solutions for their life was something that came very natural to me. Um, communication is not just about talking and and telling people things. Communication is also about being able to listen, to understand without trying to overcorrect or um, tell people what it is that they should be doing or what they shouldn't be doing. It's about being able to tap into how a person relates to things and being able to speak to that language. You cannot talk to everyone the same. Everybody's not going to hear the same thing when you're speaking. And so I realized through a corporate job that required me to do what we, what we called one-on-ones, which were actually like these counseling sessions, because when you're talking to people about their performance at work, a lot of times their personal life comes up because if because their personal life is affecting their performance, whether it's positive or negative. So if they just got married and just bought a new house and they have a baby on the way, then they may, their performance may be better because they have a lot of responsibility that they've just acquired and they want to do well. So they will work very hard and they'll be very productive. If a person is having some hardship maybe someone in their family passed away that they were very close to, their performance may be lacking. And so you have to be able to um, listen and not just focus on their performance, but listen in a way where you could hear what they're saying and where you can inspire them to be their best, even when they don't feel like it. And so doing that for 10,000 hours or more, (laughs) (laughs) over a period of years, not only did I meet a lot of dynamic personalities, I found that I was able to really kind of um, 
move in different groups and um, kind of find my way around and be a match for a lot of different people while still holding, you know, a standard and a level of respect with them. And so as I continued to do that, you know, it eventually led to where that job phased out and it kind of landed me in a place where I'm like, so what are you going to do now? And I had been laid off, I think, three or four times before the last time that I was actually laid off and the light went off in my head. And when I realized that and the light did go off, I was like, you know what? I'm just not supposed to be in a corporation anymore. My purpose is higher than this. As I was having this thought and this notion, I was also having some health issues. And as I was taking care of my health issues, something else up opened up inside of me. And it's something about when you're addressing your health and you're taking care of yourself, there's another portal that opens up and it puts you in position to really see yourself. And like I talked about in a previous episode, um, when I was a young girl, you know, people would fast and they would fast and they would pray. Detoxing is very similar to fasting. And when you do it for yourself, it really puts you in a place where you can really be productive. And in that productivity, you get to know yourself in a different way. You start bringing up things that you've probably been avoiding for a long time, and they just start coming up. And if you are willing to go through those things and kind of sift through them and start working through what you need to work through, then what ends up happening is you start shedding. And once you start shedding, you get closer to the core of who you are. You start realizing who you are becoming and you start recognizing who you're supposed to be. And as you do that, uh, you start discovering your purpose. So when all of this was happening for me, Right before I got laid off that last time, I started taking classes for holistics because I wasn't well and I just wanted to be able to take care of myself. And then I put all that stuff away in a binder and didn't really think about it much anymore. And then I started um, meditating. I was doing all types of things. I was, <laughs> I think my friends were like, what is going on with you? I was doing uh, this meditation uh, with this group, with this kind of, I don't know if it was a company or not, but <laughs> I had joined them and I was just kind of trying to figure out what can I do to quiet my mind because so much information was coming to me at once and I was praying and doing all these things. Then I remembered, wait a minute, you are, you go back. You have accomplished some things that you are just accomplishing things so quickly that you're not even realizing what you're capable of right now. So when I went back and I started to look, I was like, oh, it's all making sense now. And so I went back to school and, you know, took some more classes, graduated, did all these things. And then I I opened my own practice, but I was even... Um, very <laughs> afraid to do that because I was thinking to myself, 
do I need to go get an office? Do I need to do this at home? If I'm going to do it at home, who do I really want people in my house? So on and so forth. And it's just like, you're doing too much. Follow spirit. And so when I started listening very closely, I just followed the guidance. And now I have an amazing practice with some of the most amazing people that I've watched grow and evolve in ways and they're living lives that they hadn't even imagined they would live. Not because of me, you know, but because of my decision to accept my purpose. And when I did that, certain people aligned. They just showed up. They aligned right with me. And because of that and because of what I learned, I teach that to my clients. And now it just resonates out into the world. And that is my community contribution is to teach people what I know and to give them good guidance and um, direction to help them live the best lives that they possibly can if they're willing to take on the responsibility that comes with that. And that is sometimes your community contribution is sometimes just that simple. It doesn't have to be this cookie cutter thing where you have to get a a nonprofit or you have to be a part of an organization. Sometimes it's just simply your life's work, you know, so Start thinking about things that come naturally to you that you don't mind doing, that you don't mind being tired from. And don't think about the money. The money is coming. I promise you it is. And most people who have not healed their relationship with money, they don't want to hear that because they're so afraid of being without. They'll never move in their purpose because they're too afraid to wait for the money to show up. It's going to be some hard times <laughs> in the beginning because you got to figure some stuff out. And, um, you know, it takes a while for the spirit or the universe to know what, how dedicated you are. It's kind of like when we were kids, we wanted to be ice skaters. We wanted to be in the Olympics. It was all type of stuff we would do. And then we would do it for like three or four weeks and we would change our mind and be on to something else. And so you have to dedicate and commit yourself to something in order for um, the portal to open itself up. And so the more that you put into that purpose, the more that you align with the things that you need to make that purpose possible. But if you just walk away from it because it's hard, if you just walk away from it because you're not interested anymore, you'll never get the key to unlock the door. You'll never get the key. And so just take some time to think about, like if you're kind of struggling, like what is my purpose? My best recommendation is to journal. Just like randomly journal, write out your thoughts, think about things that you want to do. But before you try to jump into your purpose, heal yourself first. Make sure you start healing because it's going to be a challenge to motivate, inspire, or be there for other people if you're hurting. You want to be clear of your pain and your karma before you start walking in your purpose. So take some time and think about that. And until we speak again, you are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. I am your host, Alicia. And uh, till next time, peace and progress.